circumstances will teach us very quickly that many things in life and on earth outweigh true love. But no matter the extent of its brevity or the length of its time, circumstances can never prove true love to be any less true. Love should always be celebrated and sought for. Once a year, there is Valentine's Day to rekindle love with a reminder. And you would wish for love to survive a pandemic like COVID, perhaps the same way it should for the others before ourselves, to survive two different world wars, the Spanish flu, or the Black Death, and every kind of famine and disease. Outbreaks, or genocides, revolutions in every part of the world through local earthquakes, floods, rainfall, drought, or hurricane, and much more, that love may survive. For the sake of survival, health, and safety, to preserve life, for justice and for truth, or even a cause to fight for and to live for. All of which had more than once and for many times forced apart relationships, destroyed homes, barred intimate expressions between men and women, roused up conflicts and quarrels between husbands and wives, exploited weaknesses and pride against amongst lovers. Even so, marked on February fourteenth of every year, Valentine's Day carries on all the same throughout many remarkable and historical circumstances. And love may remain, and be reminded, since indeed God is love, and God remains. For the sake of context here, we are just in the year of 2021. This is just the first Valentine's Day since the COVID pandemic, and most of our world is in lockdown and quarantine. More than two million lives had been lost to the COVID pandemic. That's up to two million Valentines lost and gone. On this particular week since the year passed, and there are in fact many marriages and relationships that are going through hard times. Where there was a crack, now there's a rupture, says one family therapist, highlighted by the Wall Street Journal. Professional communities in the field were anticipating a 10 to 25 percent spike in filing for divorce. One agency revealed that almost 60 percent of divorce filing were among newlyweds who married within the last five years, with a 15 percent increase in divorce since the pandemic started. Those are some of the numbers. God understands breakups. When marriage vows are broken and faithfulness fail between men and women, God knows how it feels. From the time Adam and Eve. Disobeyed and sinned against God, God has always loved humankind who first betrayed Him. I believe the gravity of pain and sorrow left behind by being separated from love only proves all the more how true love had been at first. Why else would it cause so much heartache later if it didn't matter at first? 
and it was God who loved first. The very possibility of a pain and sorrow that could reach so deep to the core of our beings only suggests there must exist an equal reach of height in joy and bliss in the opposite direction, where love can be had, on the other end of the same spectrum of emotions. Perhaps the malady now is that our world is so numbed by the pain that her people are completely unable to recall or even fathom the joy to be had with the God who had first loved her so. Jesus longs to be with his people, that is the church. Jesus waits with us. In Matthew 26, Jesus said, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. Jesus waits to be with us. And the church, that is the people of God, must also long for Jesus. Separation ought to be the most unbearable thing for the people of God, whose ultimate love is Christ himself. All the people of the world who loves God longs for Jesus to be here, like a bride waiting for her bridegroom. Jesus has said very plainly in his parable, But the bridegroom was a long time in coming. For the bride and the ten young bridesmaids in that parable, Jesus comes like a bridegroom for the church that is like his bride. And it would be a foolish thing to run away from waiting, from this longing and anticipation for wedding celebrations. Jesus borrowed the ultimate consummation for human intimacy, marriage, as an analogy for how we are to wait for him. In doing so, he affirmed at least a handful of things to us through this parable that there will be separation and a time of waiting. Even when love is true, this reality is, in a manner of speech, preordained. There will be some who refuse to wait or simply walk away from waiting on Jesus. And that would be a foolish thing with consequences. And there will be finally an eventual consummation and celebration for Jesus in the Father's kingdom. What this means is that for anyone who longs for human intimacy through marriage on Valentine's Day during COVID or otherwise, you must also come to a greater understanding that your soul must long for a union with Jesus Christ. You could even say such a human experience of longing is to illustrate a spiritual principle in our lives, that our souls must long for a divine intimacy with the God who is coming for us. But what are we to say about separation now for all of our longing and love? Speaking to the church, the Apostle Paul had this to say in his writing. This is what he said. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart. And then he said this in the Bible. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and pure and blameless for the day of Christ, 
This is taken from Philippians chapter 1. And that was Paul's prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and pure and blameless for the day of Jesus Christ. The affection of Christ is an appropriate affection that desires more understanding, more insight, more purity, more of what is right in front of God. According to Paul's prayers here in the Bible, when there's more love, there's more understanding, deeper insight. That's a real love. That's a real affection rooted in Jesus. The love that the Bible describes here does not have a desire for pretense or merely appearances. This is a kind of affection that is not blind. This is an affection that is married to wisdom. And that wisdom searches for insight with depth. What is good or ill? What is pure and innocent? What is righteous in the eyes of God that even God approves of? Love with wisdom that examines into each situation and circumstance, intentions even about persons and things. And all of this was said while the Apostle Paul himself was away and separated from the church he was writing to. I believe the Apostle Paul here had in his own ordinarily human way reflected the love of Jesus for the church through the way he prayed and wrote this letter. And now we can read about it in the Bible so that you can also pray in the same way he did for the ones you love, to find love with wisdom and insight and knowledge according to God for every Valentine in a pandemic or otherwise. And no matter the circumstance given in this world, plunged into any level of hellish chaos or degenerating sin, the truest love of God could never proven to be any less true. Not since the foundation of this universe was laid, before any of us were even born, not after each of us is laid into the grave or waking in the resurrection to behold his glory either. The love of God that is full of wisdom and truth had always been, will always be, and is still true even today, whenever today is while you listen to this. There is in fact more to be found in the love of God beyond the cross. The death and resurrection of Jesus had already revealed the love of God for us. His promise to take us to Him in the resurrection is the love of God yet to be revealed. God's choosing of us to be holy before the foundation of this world is the love of God that was waiting to be revealed even before we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Love on the cross, by death and resurrection, for the forgiveness of sins, further proves the utmost importance of righteousness and purity in the eyes of God, since without righteousness or purity, love is no love at all. And it is out of love that, 
truthful as it is, that God holds all things together in life and on earth. Out of love, God withstands all of our evil and sin with perfect patience, even painful to the point of death, to save those who will die in his name, so that no matter the extent of our sin, his love endures our lives into eternity. To every man and woman who has ever married or still in a growing relationship, young and old, my prayer goes out to you. If you could remember how well love once was at first, I should have you believe that God remembers it even better. And for you to ask from Him for the wisdom that you need, that love may continue. My prayer goes out to you that you may find it in yourself to love more and more, according to the same prayer in the Bible, that your love may increase with knowledge and insight for what is best and pure and innocent and righteous so that you are able to discern before the eyes of God. To every man and woman who has ever been and still in love, happy Valentine's Day, that God may be with you and the one you love. My prayer goes out to anyone who has been forced apart from loved ones due to the pandemic or through hardship in marriage, when commitment and faithfulness had been tested and battered by unpredictable circumstance, that you may remember and follow both the love and the wisdom of God. And if you are with God, there is always hope, because by faith, love still is the greatest thing among all that remain. Had you ever felt a longing for the love that is now lost and gone? Keep the love strong in Christ and keep on living along with everyone else all the same, with prayer and faith by God's grace and His wisdom to decide on what's best, often not according to our own wits or selfish desires, but very plainly on what is right and what is pure. Remember these lessons from the Bible. Act on them. And I too believe that God will give guidance for these noble desires in our lives. This is Over the Air Christian Podcast. Thank you for tuning in.